Good afternoon, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. This is Hunter here, and I'm here with uh, Scott. Scott, how you doing, sir? Doing super, super duper. Thanks, Hunter. So, dude, so this is the first film in our uh, film review series of our favorite film, or some of our favorite films, because we've talked about this, and honestly, maybe down the road we'll do, like, our favorite movies of all time, but I was really sitting here just with the summer movie season thinking it would be cool to talk about just some of our favorite movies in general and so it was scott's week this week and so scott uh tell us a little bit about the movie you picked so i chose primal fear um kind of a random pick we talk about a little bit um but it just kind of stuck out to me for two reasons one um it kind of began a love of suspense and twists in movies for me. And two, like I really discovered Ed Norton and just what a great actor he is. Um, and then come to find out through fight club and whatnot later. But, um, yeah, just the way this movie plays out and the twists in it and turns, um, super classic nineties movie, um, courtroom movie, Richard Gere is your, like, every man, lawyer kind of deal. Um, you've got all your classic 90s actresses and actors. Um, John John uh, Mahoney, John Mahoney and uh, Laura Linney um, also have been in a lot of other 90s movies and shows. Um, obviously, Frasier being one. Um, Mara Tierney playing Naomi. Um, liar, liar. Uh, it's, it's just like a lot of seem like familiar faces going back and watching it again. Also, like the music is like way more 80s than I remember. <laughs> you got a lot of yeah. synth, you know, you got your like heavy bass. Um, but classic 90s lawyer uh, or excuse me, courtroom yeah. set movie uh, drama. And um, Ed Norton just... I, it doesn't really center around him, but I feel like he just takes this whole movie. And once they, once they really, um, go through all the twists in terms of the, the, the trial, uh, it, it really is super, super captivating. Yeah, true. So, I mean, this movie, um, you, you get to just how incredibly insane it gets towards the end. Uh, mm -hmm. it, it, so the writer of this movie was, uh, it was a Steve Shagan, uh, uh, who it's crazy. He wrote a bunch of scripts um, in the in the seventies. Uh, a step out of line, which I uh, uh, a step out of line. He wrote this movie called Nightwing. Um, Voyage of the Damned. I do remember actually seeing that for some reason. Um, and so he did uh, one, two, three, four, five, six screenplays in the seventies. Uh, two in the eighties. In the last movie he did from uh, from the 87 to 96, he only did Primal Fear. So it was a nine-year gap. So it's pretty crazy that he steps up and just does this really intense movie. So uh, Richard Gere, it's really sad because Richard Gere is probably known more about that rumor of him and gerbils, which is really sad. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What rumor? What's, Wait, what's the gerbil rumor? I don't think I've heard this rumor. So there's a rumor that, I, and I think it happened around 
the late 90s of his career, unfortunately, he's never kind of recovered about how he used to stick, like, gerbils up his ass. Like, that was a... T- what? I, I'm not even kidding. Cause, you remember how Family Guy makes that reference? Where, like, Richard yeah, Gere? sort of. Yeah, that's what it's based off. It's based off, like... What? That, that that's has, so random. That, that genuinely has had no proof to back this up. But when you ask people about Richard Gere, unfortunately... That's the first thing they think of. That's probably the first thing they think of. And it's really sad. And, I mean, it just... It's just... It's depressing. So... It, it, so what, what, did, what did you think of going... What was your recollection of it before? And then I know you had kind of previously said a little bit about not having a great recollection about this movie and then how kind of how it played out. Yeah, so, I mean... So, I remember... I remember Edward Norton standing out to me. And it's probably been... Let's see, I'm almost 30. Ugh, God. Ugh, saying that. Uh, I'm almost 30, so I think I saw this when I was 15, 16. So it's been a while. It's been about... It's been about 14 years probably since I've seen this. But I remember walking out of... Uh, after I was done watching it, thinking, damn, that was a damn near perfect movie. And Richard Gere, he sells... So the thing about Richard Gere... Here in this movie, he is playing that kind of that classic, you know, that classic lawyer. But you find out as you kind of get deeper in this, he's not as much of a douche as your typical lawyer, I guess. You right. Would say. Like he does have some of a moral compass, you know, and because he's he's usually a prosecutor, and then for this case, he reaches out as a private consultant for the defense, basically, and now he's on the other side of it. So he, he actually goes ahead and volunteers to defend, uh, to defend um, uh, Aaron, who's played by Edward Norton. And I guess this was Edward Norton's first, like, big movie. I didn't know that either, honestly. I totally forgot about that. So, uh, yeah, that was, this was his first, like, studio debut. So, wow. And he, I, I, I remember that because he did end up actually winning, a, getting a... Uh, supporting actor nomination for this movie. Yeah, the Oscars. Yeah, so you know, so Edwin Norton, you know, he's he's gone on to do pretty okay for himself, you know, just between <laughs> American History X, Fight Club, Depths of Smoochie, uh, Birdman, Alone. Not mentioning all the other great movies that he's done, but Edwin Norton's incredible in this. And I will just say, when you do get to the end of this, it is the biggest. Are you fucking kidding me? And I mean that in the best way on how this ends up, and I just thought, and I know we said full spoilers, we can definitely go into it as we get deeper into the review, but I couldn't believe it, honestly, when we got to the end of this, so. Yeah, for sure, I, like, the way that it plays out, you kind of be, you learn more and more about Aaron's character, um, and his backstory, because you really, he, he's got, like, a bit of a stutter and a southern drawl, so he's got kind of a likable character about him, he's kind of small, um, they really like reel you in emotionally with this character. Um, and then as you come to find out through this psychiatrist that he has multiple personalities and, you know, maybe that this guy is actually crazy. And then, so they're like, wow, that's, I didn't see that coming. Uh, and then the big one at the end, uh, is, after this whole deal, there's an outburst in the courtroom. Uh, people finally see Roy for who he is and that this guy, Aaron, is actually crazy. Um, he just completely sells it. 
they get back to the the jail cell and uh, Richard Ear finally figures out um, that he's been played this whole time and um, just that interaction at the end it gives me like chills just like re-watching that and it unfolding in front of you and just the uh, Richard Gear completely just completely fell for it especially this this kind of bumbling kid um, but Edward Norton just kills it and like that's that's what really drew me back to this movie is um, just him just making that transition and the the plot twist was perfectly placed and just comes together really well at the end yeah it, it really does and it and the thing is I'm sitting there watching this and I'm and I remember thinking, oh yeah, double, you know, <clears throat> he has two personalities. Okay, it totally makes sense. But then it didn't just occur to me that maybe this guy is just the best actor in the world and he's fooled fucking everybody. And it, it's, you're right, when he has that, uh, what's the what's the other character's name? Uh, Roy? Roy, yeah. Um, so. The, yeah, Roy and Aaron. Yeah, so Aaron is this kind of almost Larry the Cable Guy sounding uh, with, with a stutter uh, guy and he just he's so unsure of himself and he seems so insecure and the first time you meet Roy he he punched Richard he made Richard Gere look like a punk <laughs> I, I was like oh my god he popped Richard Gere so hard in the mouth and it, it, you're like damn okay and the movie just ramps up, and there's probably about 45 minutes left when that still happens. That's only mm-hmm. about halfway through, but the movie just keeps fucking with you in the best way. And you've also got, I mean, uh, prime uh, showing from, um, oh, I'm blanking on his name, Andre Brower. Brower. Detective Holt on Brooklyn Nine Nine. On Nine Brooklyn Nine Nine, who is great, and you get hit like a vintage, like middle-aged Andre Brower. Like it's he's got the big glasses on and he's packing, and yeah, it's it's so nineties. Well, it's well, so great. Well, he's black. He's clearly packing, but I'm... <laughs> he's got like the little fro, got, like the small fro going, and yeah, he's cheat up in this one. I think what made me laugh so hard is that. He really doesn't look much older, and this was no. He looks ago. the same. It's like, damn, good for you, man. Like, but I, I man, um, and then we have a. I want to give a shout out to her because I've always had a crush on this girl, and I think she's just genuinely talented. And she's actually on one of my favorite shows on Showtime. Um, uh, Mara, uh, Mara Turney. Uh, she plays a Naomi, who's the uh, the second kind of helper to Richard Gears, uh, to Richard Gears Martin. Uh, she's on the. Uh, she of course is from News Radio, which I fucking love that show. And she's she's on the Affair now, and she's just she's an incredible fucking actress, and I just I adore her. So it was really cool to see her all nineties retroed out. Um, in in to, to I don't think we've even really mentioned this. Uh, hello, the dad from Frasier. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, totally. As probably the most dick dude, Martin. Uh, I, I did find that really funny that he said that uh, he called Martin an asshole, and I was like, "You're calling yourself an asshole!" Ha! Like I got, I got, I got, uh, I got a chuckle out of that. But uh, John Mahoney is really good in this. He's he's a slime ball too. I think that's the thing that I found so interesting about this is that there's really not anyone 
to really root for. Everyone's kind of shitty just to varying degrees. It's just a matter of who's less shitty, if that makes sense. I'm, definitely, I feel like you've got Richard Gere, who is kind of an asshole himself. Laura Lindley, who is like kind of his nemesis. Um, and Edward Norton is really the only person you can attach to emotionally. And he turns out to, you know, fuck that over in the end and turn on Richard Gere eventually. Yeah, to Laura Linney, I'm going to tell you right now, I thought she was such a bitch. I was like, oh my god, why do you keep talking? Why, like, there, so there's this point where Roy in the courtroom snaps and has her in a headlock and saying, I'm going to break her fucking neck. I'll break her fucking neck. And there was no part of me that didn't say, don't do it. I was like, you know what? Cool. I'm like, if, <laughs> that's, if this is what it takes, awesome. And I, I love that he, he took it to that extreme, too, that they, that in that moment, he didn't just, like, yell or something. He he jumps over, grabs her, and is, like, in a headlock. And just, like, it's such an intense scene that you're like, how could this, how could ever, anyone ever try to fake this? Yeah, it, it's. Yeah, and that's exactly it, is that when you see him that happen, I went, oh, wow, he this is totally a thing. But what totally gives him away is where Richard Gere visits him in, in his cell and says, hey, it looks like we're throwing the case out, basically. And, you know, as Aaron goes, you know, think, tell, tell, uh, tell Janet I'm sorry, and I hope her neck is okay. But she's saying that as Aaron, and Aaron always says he blacks out when Roy appears. And so... Richard Gears, Martin kind of turns back and goes, wait a minute, how'd you, how'd you remember that? You said you couldn't remember. And then he just starts, and then Edward Norton's Aaron just starts clapping, and you're like, god damn it, he got him. He fucking played him. And as terrible as that is, I, I have to give credit, because I, because, dude, dude, they got me, and I've seen the movie before. I'm like, damn it, they totally fooled me. You <laughs> Because it was like such a nice bow on the story too. Like they were kind of like it was past the climax and it was like really winding down. Yeah, it it just I I couldn't believe it, man. When it wraps up, it just wraps up so so beautifully. And dude, fuck the sixth sense, man. This is a great. This is a better (laughs) as far as I'm concerned. You you laugh, but I I, like my I posted. uh, I sent my friend. Uh, like Bow's watching this, and I put a, a meme of Jackie Chan. It's just mind blown. I was like, oh my god! <laughs> like I can't believe how fucking awesome that was. And it does get to, to make, kind of ripping on the Catholic Church, which always you know makes me laugh. So you know, what are you gonna do? But uh, but getting to our final thoughts here, man. I uh, I thank you, thank you so much for bringing this movie back up. I'm gonna have to buy this on Friday when I get paid because this was just this was one of those. What? <laughs> yeah, totally. Is and it was it was so impactful for me that I was like, mm, these I like these movies. These movies are good, <laughs> and I like this Norton guy. He's he's chill. Yeah, it was just it was just it was great. So you know what, Scott? I think I have to do it. I think I gotta do it. I think I have to give a fan fucking. Oh. I enjoyed this so much. When a movie makes me go, oh shit, like when, um, <laughs> like when uh, <laughs> what David Blaine does street magic, I have to give this movie a fan fucking And I, <laughs> I was freaking out, man, but in the best way. So yeah, 
Uh, yeah, fan fucking asking for me. Uh, Scott, your final thoughts in your grade, sir. Yeah, I completely agree with you. This is one of my favorite movies. Um, just, you know me, I'm like kind of a, I'm a plot guy. And yeah. I really like to be surprised. And I like when writers really take creative ambition in, in scripts. And I feel like they really did with this one. It, it felt like such a normal courtroom 90s show. Um until like you really started to get to know Aaron and Edward Norton killed it. Um, yeah, fan fantastic. Perfect. Yeah, I and this, this really did show that Richard Gere man, and and he really doesn't look much older now to to his credit. No, he's held his he's held his age. Yeah, he he's he's aged very well, so so good for him. But uh, but guys, uh, have you if you haven't seen Primal Fear, I think you need to see Primal Fear. This is one of those definitely. Guys, I think I paid four bucks to rent this, and I think it's thirteen to buy, and I will be paying that thirteen bucks. Uh, of course, that's why I buy Logan first and get out. But anyways, but uh, guys, have you seen Primal Fear? Let us know what you thought uh, in the comments below. Uh, you can follow us here on SoundCloud, the Real Pineapple Seven Seven Five. Uh, you can follow yours truly on the Twitter at jhunterrealpineapple. Uh, follow us on Podbean, by the way. Uh, we just got uh, signed up for that uh, at the Real Pineapple Seven Seven Five, and you can follow Scott on Twitter at Newman the First, and you can follow Colin on Twitter at the Real O'Neill. We miss you, bud. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. We will have reviews up for Captain Underpants. Woo, Scott, are you excited? And we <laughs> And we'll have a review up for Wonder Woman. Come on, DC, give us give us a reason to talk positively about you. <laughs> But, uh, and we'll see. But, guys, thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon. Peace.